Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the I Give a Fuck Podcast, starring motherfucking Ross. Hey everybody, it is motherfucking Ross here on this beautiful Friday morning. Uh, rain's finally left LA, although I really do like the rain, but it has kind of given us a little bit of a change here. There's more sun, a little wind yesterday, but everything is turning into summer pretty damn fast. We went from winter to summer overnight. I don't know how it is in your neck of the woods. Feel free to leave a comment discussing the weather. But if you'd rather get into what the hell is happening in Washington and what's going on with your lives, because the thing in Washington, whether you think of it does or not, it does affect you. Either directly or sometimes indirectly does affect you. And in many cases, it's directly. Like, you know, when they're trying to take away your health care or when they're sending your children to go to war or you know things like that. There are things that these guys are doing that do affect us all directly. We need to we need to consider those things because it, it, it's not even that we need to consider. What we need to do is we need to pay attention. We don't stop paying attention. We continue on apathetic path. Americans tend to be on. our leaders run roughshod. Who gives a shit they do to your kids? Who cares where they send your children? I mean, you know, they're not going to care don't care. And so that's really the issue. And then in forget about war, you know, let's just talk about wages. You know, there's guys on Wall Street that I don't not I'm sorry, not Wall Street. These guys are on the, in Washington over here in Congress, in the Senate. I cannot think of a single time or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just that I've missed it, but I can't think of a single time where their own pay raise came up for debate and they said, you know, we make a lot of money, and we really don't need it right now. We should we should wait another year. We should wait another two years. We should wait another ten years. When it comes to the minimum wage, which has been stagnant for decades, you could never wait long enough. The little guy at the bottom, that's the ones I'm talking about. You cannot wait long enough for your raise. I mean... If you want more money, well, that's your fault. Here's some bootstraps for you. Good luck. But if the wealthy, if the guys in Congress, the ones that the public pays, the ones that are taking money directly from the government tit, you know, the ones that the government tit, they hate so much, they demonize. If you get a taste of it, they get it all day long, and it's never enough for them. They always want just a little bit more. And that's the problem. And so you get these clowns. <laughs> Clowns isn't even the right term for them because that would inc- that would inc- you know imply that that they had some kind of talent. A clown at least can ride a unicycle, blow up a balloon, something. These guys in Washington, all they do is for themselves. They have no talent. They have no gift. They have no. They have no nothing, man. They they really haven't got. Uh, anything worth a damn, you know? And so I'm getting all my stories in order here so I can start. I was kind of running by the seat of my running a little late. And by the way, next week's show will be on Thursday, not Friday, because I have a uh, a previous engagement I need to attend. And, and Friday morning, go figure, but I have to be there, so I'm absolutely going to be there. And, um, and 
so what I wanted to there was I have some audio clips here. I just can't remember who the buffoon is that was saying it. So anyway, this is um man, I should have my notes a little bit better in order, but again I was kinda of running by the seat of my pants today. So bear with me as we kinda of get through these. And this is basically this guy's talking about what he refers to as the job creators. They always talk about job creators. Let's just start the clip. This is just the very beginning of, of his comments. Just listen to what he's, how, how he prefaces what he's talking about. There are a lot of people in this Congress that want to just beat down job creators and employers. Job creators and employers. And that's what we want you to be thinking when they're talking about these guys. I'll tell you who they're talking about in a second. Just listen to that again. There are a lot of people in this Congress that want to just beat down job creators and employers. So they make it sound like somebody's beating up mom and pop business down on Main Street, or that people are not giving a shake to upstart that is just starting to break out of the community to go national. You know, that those guys, oh, they're just not getting, you know, people just want to put them down. And then we go to listen to what he's actually talking about. Just take a look at Goldman Sachs. People want to dem- uh, demonize Goldman Sachs. That's an easy thing to do, right? Just beat up on a financial services institution. An institution that's committed to, uh, let me look at the, the general numbers here. They have 36,500 employees. There's probably a lot of little guys in there. Probably might be maybe a little guy. They must have been a janitor, right? So there's probably some little guys in there, too. Goldman Sachs, what was that first thing he said? There are a lot of people in this Congress that want to just beat down job creators and employers. Job creators and employers. When we're attacking Goldman Sachs for their discretion, for their indiscretion, I should say, and their shady business practices, that's us. What are we doing? There are a lot of people in this Congress that want to just beat down job creators and employers. Yeah, we're just beating them down for all their shady shit. We just want to beat them down for nothing. They didn't do anything. And so he continues with They've his They've contributed billions of dollars to nonprofits. They've got a commitment to producing $150 billion, am I right, between now and 2025, that are either uh, capital formation uh, for, non- or for nonprofits or, or directly into nonprofits. Demonizing employers that employ the little guy isn't looking out for the little guy. Yeah, because the you know how Goldman Sachs is all about the little guy. Goldman Sachs, their only concern is the little guy. They don't care about their wealthy board of directors. They don't care about their shareholders. They're concerned with you and me, the little guy. They're worried they want to give the uh, janitors more money, not their, not their big hedge fund guy. They're really looking out for the little guy. But they're not. When we talk about what Goldman Sachs has been up to, let's look at the litany of settlements. Forget about it. The charges keep adding up. They keep settling. Now, the first one that I want to bring your attention to would be last year when they settled $5 billion in charges that it defrauded clients by selling them toxic toxic mortgage-backed securities. 
that they know sold them toxic mortgage-backed securities. That was $5 billion they paid out. The trouble is they made $32 billion on the deal. So it would be like if you, uh, if you kidnapped a family, an entire family of five, right? And you kidnapped them and you've got locked in the walls of your house and in, in somewhere out in the rural America and they're just trapped in there and they're horrified and, and there's the police decide to negotiate with you to say, well, here, I tell you what, you can have one of the kids back. That's essentially what this is. Oh, wow. Okay. You caught us. We'll give you, we'll give you a little bit of what we stole. We'll give you a little sliver of what we took. The rest of it all goes to us. So that's the little guy this dude is looking out for. The people who pay out $5 billion to settle the charges against them. And again, it paid out $120 million. Uh, that wasn't a settlement. That was a penalty uh, because it manipulated uh, foreign market, uh, foreign exchange markets. And it paid a separate $36.3 million to resolve charges that accept uh, confidential regulatory information from the New York Fed and used it to get clients illegally, to, you know, and unethically. So that's the little guy that this dude is looking out for. A company in 2014 had to pay $3.5 billion, B with a B again, like the $5 billion at the beginning of the story, to settle charges that it defrauded Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. This this company isn't even fair to the bigger guys. You know what I mean? Forget the little guys. It doesn't care about the bigger guys. You think it cares about the little guys? You think it's really looking out for, for Joe Sixpack? You think it's really looking out for the average worker? In 2012, they paid $12 million to settle a pay play campaign contribution violations involving the Massachusetts treasurer. They paid 20, another $22 million to settle charges that it that its uh, research and sales team were holding meetings that allowed them to improperly share insider information. These are not, that's not going to the little guy. That's going to the big guys inside. The ones who can pay their fee to get inside. And when they pay $22 million, they are making, you know they're making more. They always make more than that little tiny settlement. Ah, shucks. We got caught. We have to pay a portion of what we stole back. Boo fucking who. And this little bitch is worried about how we're treating them. Let it, let me let him continue with that context. And I've heard marketing department recently using looking out for the little guy. Look, I was a little guy when I was 19 years old. I wasn't in college. <clears throat> we've got to look out for the little guy. We've got to stop demonizing businesses that have to be held accountable. You find a bad actor, everybody thinks that I like pharmaceuticals. I like pharmaceuticals who are responsible. Ones who are bad, like Turing, I'd like to see them go to jail. Mm -hmm. Any financial services executive or anybody in a financial services business that acts badly needs to suffer the consequences. But if we just let the American people think that they're all bad, you are hurting the little guy. It's not about they are all bad. We're calling individuals out for their specific indiscretions, for their specific business practices, their specific uh, pattern of corruption. That's what we're calling out. It's disgusting. And the thing is, it's not it doesn't just stop in Washington. It's got people fooled. I got a guy on Facebook today. Um, he was arguing with me that uh, it was actually on a post where they were talking about the fight 
for fifteen dollars an hour in Baltimore it was just one. That Baltimore was a progress story uh that was run um that uh that's from a couple of days ago, but it was uh, Baltimore basically got the fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage once again. And so this chump comes up here and says, Oh, fifteen dollars across all places is too much of an increase. First of all, the minimum wage, if it rose with inflation, if it rose to keep up with the cost of living like it should have, we'd be at $21 an hour right now. So $15 an hour, it's too much. Oh, those poor rich people, how can they afford to help to do anything except become more rich on our backs? You know? And so he comes back with, I think minimum wage should be raised, but uh, painting our entire country with large brush is a bad thing. And so so we go into it. The people are talking about it's ridiculous. Even the low cost areas of the country, it is not enough money. You cannot live fifteen dollars an hour minimum wage. You know, and and saying, oh well, we live in a poorer area, so we shouldn't get more money. Well, did you ever think the reason that you live in a poorer area is because people there don't have more money? If you could, if you get companies to start inflowing more money to the people that need it. You're gonna see, uh, you're gonna see a turnaround. You're gonna see a, a cause and effect, and it always happens this way. It goes all the way back to I, I the, I'll take you back to Henry Ford when he was saying you have to pay your employees enough to purchase the products that you're selling to 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 basically keep the revenue going. And, and even if you're bringing it back into the same company, it money's trickle up. It always trickles up. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna go to the manufacturers. It's gonna go. Uh, of that to the the people that do the casting for some of the stuff. Like I don't again, I don't know what Henry Ford's entire business was back then. I wasn't in the automobile industry. I don't understand the automobile industry, so I don't know if he was getting castings from other people so that he could do molds for for parts of the car, for parts of the engine, or if he was doing it all himself. But but the money's constantly trickling up from the people. You give it to the poor people, they're going to pay it in rent and in services and in you know, purchases and things, and then people who get the purchases, it trickles up to the next level above them. You know what I mean? And so this guy, though, he's talking about uh, that, um, that he's a professional in a certain field, and now they increase the minimum wage. He no longer – this is his exact words. I no longer have that income discrepancy and make a smaller rate to burger flipper. Well, first of all, if you're in competition with – people that's on you that's on you if you're in competition with everybody around you that's in that's in other industries they're not in his business he's not in direct competition but he puts himself in competition with burger flippers because why does he need somebody to feel better than is that what it is and he's like oh why do you speak negatively about somebody who makes more than minimum wage it's like dude is that's it's just so sad and so i i called him out on it i said that you know you're thinking that you're in direct competition with burger flippers. And so what he's saying is that the more that they make, the more his, the less his uh, worth is, the less his personal worth is because the burger flipper is making too much. It it, it reflects on me. Wow. How the fuck does it reflect on you? What does it do to you? What does it do to you if your neighbor can pay their bills? So they're not doing the same work that you. So they didn't go to the same school that you do. Are you saying that your school was worthless? Are you saying that what you gained out of it was worthless? 
And if you're worried about that you're not making more money than that burger flipper, isn't your complaint with your employer or the company that you're with? And maybe shouldn't you even be looking outside the box to pull yourself up by your own bootstraps instead of dumping it on the littlest guy, the one who has the least amount of power? Shouldn't you be taking your education and your experience and everything, your position, and be able to move to something better? Shouldn't you be able to do that for yourself? Do you really need to dump on somebody else so that you feel better about your miserable position that you're clearly not happy with? And he came back saying, well, this is just a big competition. Yeah, in a sense it is, I guess. In a, in a lot of ways it is. But if you're putting yourself, you're in competition with the people you want to be in competition with. If you're in competition with a burger flipper, then you deserve to be making as much as a burger flipper. That's who you're competing with. If you want to compete with the person above you, which is what you should be doing, compete with that person. Don't compete with the guy behind you. He's competing with you. You need to compete with the person ahead of you. And then you are now elevating yourself to that position. Suddenly, now you are giving yourself more power by putting your net worth forward rather than looking behind you and saying, well, what are they doing? And there is no place in America that $14, $15 an hour would be like, you know, high on the hog. But to to say that they don't deserve be able to pay their bills because it lowers your worth, it lowers your value, that's pathetic. You should be ashamed of yourself. Anybody that thinks like that should be ashamed of themselves. But that's what we have in this country. That's the rat race we're stuck in. We have people that literally think that they are in competition with each other. And not in a good way, not in a healthy way. If you want to compete with the guy that's ahead of you, that's only going to make you better. Raise your bar, right? Raise your bar, then meet it, then keep it there. Then when you get comfortable, raise it again. But if you're going to really be looking at, oh my God, the guy behind is raising his bar too high. It makes me look bad because his bar is as high as mine now. Raise your fucking bar. Pick yourself up and do something if you want to do something. Don't sit and bitch about somebody that's making less than you saying, well, they have to make than me. Otherwise, what value do I have? Fucking maddening, man. It is completely maddening. And I, I have to have this conversation. I hope people will, will uh, you know, have a little bit of a conversation with this. Let's bring this thing open, you know, and remember that each week you guys are welcome to call me out of my bullshit. If anybody thinks it's fine, I'm on here every Friday. Next week, it'll be Thursday. Always nine o'clock in the morning, Pacific time, California time. And I mean, what can I say? You know, let's tell me that I'm full of shit. If I am full of shit, you show me how. You show me where. I'll be happy to have that conversation with you. But you have to be able to bring your facts. You have to be able to bring something to the table. Don't just cry that it's, oh, that poor person is making me look bad. Well, you know what? We're only as strong as the weakest link. And if you want to be a, a, one of the weakest links, fine. That's what you're going to, that's your value. I always push myself up. I push myself forward. I always push myself to the next level. I do not worry about what the people behind me are doing. And if they happen to catch up to me, then you know whose fault that is? Mine. It's on me for not bettering myself, for not pushing myself harder. 
But for the most part, it wouldn't matter. If somebody flipping burgers is making dollar for dollar the same amount of money as I do, I still wouldn't want the job. No offense to burger flippers, man. I'm sure what you do is a value. I eat fast food burgers all the time. God bless you guys for being there. Thank you. But what I'm saying is that I would not want to be in a kitchen. I would not want to be doing that work. I'm much more comfortable, even at the same rate of money, I would be much more comfortable in the job I'm in. So you have to ask yourself, are you more comfortable in the job you're in? And if you are, then shouldn't you be trying to push yourself forward? Get yourself out of your comfort zone, but move in the right direction. Bring home more money for your wife and kids or whatever you're responsible for. But don't bitch about the guy who's making less than you. That Oh, all of a sudden, he's making the same amount. Ooh-hoo. That shit just pisses me off, man. There's no excuse for that shit. You're supposed to be better than that. Are you better than that? If you think you are, then you have to go out and meet your actions with that mentality. Hey, it's hard to do. I'm not saying that that's an easy job. People that make a fortune off of motivational speaking all over the country pumping footballs up your ass while they can tell you that you can be all this greatness. But you know what? It's all on you. You don't need those guys. You don't need to pay some motivational asshole to tell you to be better. You know what the fuck you got to do. Get out there and do it. It's like when you go to the doctor and they tell you, yeah, quit smoking, lose weight. Yeah, I knew that before I got here. (laughs) Doesn't mean I'm doing it, even when you say it. So have common sense. Man, have a certain amount of common sense because that's what's really important. In the long run, you thinking for yourself, you doing for yourself is really the only way to to move forward. Ain't nobody else out there looking out for you. You know who's looking out for you? Your mom. And hopefully, if you're an adult now, you've long since moved past that need. And you are now on your own and you are now looking out for you. Look out for number one. But that doesn't mean shitting on number two. He took a number two on number two. I like that. With that thought, I have to cut this show just a little bit short today. I kind of been running crazy today, Friday, but I appreciate all you guys. Um, if again, if there's anything you want to hear me talk about, mention it in the comments. Email me at rossadamiller at uh, gmail dot com, or you can uh, find me on Twitter at mother f ross, and uh, you can find me on my website at mother f ross dot com, which is uh, still kind of in the process of being built. It is a static page right now but it is in the process of being built. And I hope to see you guys soon. Check me out, like I said, next Thursday. That is at 9 o'clock in the morning. And then after that, I'll be back on my regular Fridays again. Have a good day.